I want to thank all of our listeners for several years of dedicated and loyal listening throughout the Halo Talks 400 podcast completed to date. We're going to 1,000 by 2024. If you're so inclined, we'd love to have you go to iTunes for us, fill out a review so we can keep this podcast rolling globally. We are now on Chartable's top lists and moving up the charts. Also, if you want to educate yourself in the new year, please go to thehaloacademy.com. Take a look at what we've done with 150 executives in the Halo sector to get them smarter, get them prepared for capital raises, and also more winning. Thanks. Have a great season. Let's go. This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC. I have the pleasure of bringing to her first Halo Talks a legend and model in the fitness industry, models for Silver Sneakers, 18 million members strong, and was also part of the over 50 hip hop dance team at Atlanta Hawks games. And I'm pretty sure I recognize you from some of those games. So bringing Jane Kurth to the stage, tell us about what she's doing to help educate professionals in the Halo sector at large, and how we are gonna all continue to make a difference even if you have a fractured patella. Yes, yes, Pete. Thank you so much for having me. And yes, I am recovering from a fractured patella, but I, I've got great care and I'm doing well and I'm almost back to 100%. So that's Amazing. exciting. Yeah. So, so look, you started out, you know, on the education side. Uh, yes. As a professor of uh, kinesiology and health, which um, yes. you know, is a chosen pathway for a lot of people into um, the health club and fitness uh, industry at large. So talk about how, you know, that passion and that, you know, uh, career path kind of helped you understand where the industry is going, how important it is to get educated people into our sector and how that really, you know, is a game changer. Yes, I'd love to talk about my journey because it brought about a pain point that I identified in the industry, and that's why we started FitFix now. I was a professor in the kinesiology and health department, and my last five years of teaching specialized in online education. In fact, was a finalist for a state award for excellence in online teaching. So that was one passion of mine. And of course, I used to be certified to be a personal trainer in the 90s when it was pen and paper. I was ACE certified. And then I wanted to bring a personal training course into the college that students could get college credit for taking the course. But it would also give them, hopefully, a part-time job where they made a pretty good hourly wage as compared to working fast food. So I went through all the red tape of getting that course approved, and it took months. And once it was approved, I thought, okay, how I had let my personal training certification lapse, and I thought, how can I teach this course? if I'm not currently certified. So I went through the pain of retaking my personal training uh, exam. Good for and you. And 
Yeah, it, it, but I, I was kicking myself saying, why did I let it lapse? And and part of the reason I let it lapse was back then, the, the two ways you got continuing ed was either expensive conferences or getting print material in the mail. And 21st century happened. I was really into online education. I'm like, let's bring continuing education for fitness professionals into the 21st century. Um, let's do it as an online endeavor, a true online. I took education and my experience in teaching online courses, developing courses, creating courses, reviewing courses for quality matters from other institutions, and put that with my fitness love and said, let's make it affordable, convenient, and uh, quality for these what, trainers. Around what year was this? We started FitFix Now in 2017. Gotcha. So during the, during the pandemic, did you see a, a big rush of people you trying know, to learn more? Yes and no. One thing we noticed was that we still increased our revenue during the pandemic. But part of the problem was a lot of trainers had no work. And so their their resources were very low. So, but we still, um, after the pandemic, we really saw a big boost as trainers were going back to the gyms. And um, we have a free course so they can test it out. They can get two credit hours free um, on behavior change. Good basic course. You know, once people get exposed to our industry, they usually don't leave. So kudos to you for, you know, getting them in as early as possible because, you know, this is a lifestyle business. You get to feel results and, and positivity versus other professions where you might sit behind a desk or you're selling a product that you don't really care about, you know, just to, to make a living. Um, and when you go to Ursa shows, you know, you really feel that, that energy and that people care. Um, yes. so talk a little bit about where the personal training markets going. Do you see a lot of personal trainers becoming specialists in, you know, personal training, meditation, acupuncture, nutrition? Do you think it's going to you know, bounce back? Do you feel like there's going to be multi-disciplines and here's like my resume and all my certifications and they're really going to, you know, make sure that they're optimizing their opportunity as well as their knowledge base? I do. I do feel like there's going to be an increase in desire to expand their their um, network of options that, you know, maybe they do get some advanced uh, certifications in nutrition to go right along with their personal training. I do think if somebody's looking for a trainer, they really want to see number one that they have a quality certification, and number two that they have a wide variety of specialties that they can go into. And one thing I see a lot of, and we've just created a course for a company. Um, we And we did a great course on working with people with Parkinson's disease. And um, I love, I love the fact that I help and my, our course partners help train these trainers 
on quality information, and then their reach is exponential. So I feel like we're helping so many people. And and a course like that, how long, how many hours invested, you know, how many weeks, uh, how do you get tested? How do you test out? What we've done with courses like that, um, most of our course partners, whether it's uh, youth fitness or special populations, have a have a lot of experience in their area, and they're very well versed in it. Now, what we did with that particular course is we partnered up with the villages, the um, in Florida. Oh, sure. Uh, with with their Parkinson's trainer, and um, it it's a fabulous course. It. It, it helps, that gives trainers and gyms another revenue stream of bringing in uh, Parkinson's and it, So patients. how many, how, how long would that class be? How oh, many hours? The, the course is a three-hour course. That's great. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, these types of, you know, specialty learnings, you know, to invest three hours to be able to say, hey, I can target this market and make change. You know, a lot of health club operators, I think sometimes look at their programming as a cost center and not look at it as a profit center and a way to reach more of the, of the population. Um, yes. This is probably a good, good segue into sewer sneakers, um, which I think has gotten a lot more light shined on it as a ancillary revenue source and a way to really affect millions of people, over 18 million people are, are part of the Silver Sneakers Network. And it, it is a material yeah. revenue stream also for health clubs in non-peak hours to, you know, benefit from uh, other population of the of the market that probably wouldn't go and necessarily buy a membership um, to the club on their own. Um, so talk about your involvement there and with uh, Linkwell Health. Okay. Well, I have been very fortunate to be a silver sneakers model for a few years now. I knew you were going to brag um, about that, but you have the right. To. <laughs> I'm going to brag because I, I enjoy doing it. Number one. And number two, I feel very honored and privileged to be able to do it. Years ago, I was a ballet dancer um, and I'm a personal trainer. So I, I think my form is very good when I do these videos. But um, I, I started out doing, it was a photo shoot in New York City for uh, Linkwell. And then they asked me, would I do short exercise videos? People were reading the blogs and they had the exercises written out and they're going, I don't understand what I'm supposed to do. So I would do a short video, you know, maybe 30 seconds, 20 to 30 seconds demonstrating the exercise. And so I'm on the blog and that's been a wonderful, enjoyable thing to do for me. That's great. And and people that you've worked with over time on the education side, as well as on the, the, the private education side, what are you also seeing or what are some of your friends or some of your colleagues focused on that you think are game-changing um, initiatives? think some of the game-changing initiatives, first of all, is marketing and getting out there to the active ager or to us baby boomers. I'm a baby boomer. I'm a silver sneaker. Right. Um, so 
uh, I'm in that age category. And uh, so I think that's one route to go. Another are the medical areas like Parkinson's, stroke victims, diabetes, um, arthritis, being able to for trainers to program for these populations. Um, for example, that, that would we have probably a great, be all covered. That would be covered by by health insurance plans. I'm assuming. You know, I don't. I don't know that it would be. I know, like physical therapy and things like that are, but as far as training, I don't. I'm not familiar uh, with health plans. Well, maybe maybe helping it should with be that. at some point in the future. Maybe that's absolutely something that we just brought up. There we go. Absolutely, and most baby boomers have the time, and they have the money probably and they have the need for a personal trainer whether it's they have high cholesterol or diabetes and and they need someone that's familiar with these conditions to be able to help them so as you take a look at you know if you're advising a a health club operator maybe they're not back to their pre-covid uh membership levels and what what advice would you give to them or maybe some of the things that you're doing now with your educational programs to say, here's, a, here's how I'd rank these in order of priority. I think as far as looking at, at priorities from what we do, looking at, first of all, how to, tr- um, we've got one called Five Tips for Preventing Injuries in Clients that's by a, a physical therapist. First of all, you got to prevent injuries. I see that as a great way for gyms to retain clients and and not have them quit the gym because they're injured. The other uh, endeavor would be training injured clients. Now, you know, I fractured my patella, but I could still do upper body. So a way for a trainer to continue to work with their clients that may be injured um, in a way that they can still retain them. They don't get out of their schedule. Gotcha. So, you know, some of the things that have happened on the science side and, and, you know, taking a patient and saying, look, I can actually give you a prescription instead of you getting on a pharmaceutical, you know, recurring revenue, which has more uh, side effects than the actual, you know, uh, benefits as far as I'm concerned, given the amount of the commercial airtime that's put towards what you might feel and what might be your risks. You know, do you feel like there's material progress being made, whether it's with Linkwell, whether it's Silver Sneakers? Do you feel like in the next 10 years, we might actually see these healthcare companies say, look, prevention actually is cost effective. I know we can't raise our premiums because we, we can't show that we raised our cost. However, it's the right side of history. So what are, are there some things that you're seeing or like some you know, tea leaves, if you will, of like, hey, we're getting some traction, even though it feels like we're up against, you know, a tidal wave. I haven't personally seen any of that. I I know that there's probably initiatives to go that route. But if insurance companies realize that their return on investment would be so much better if they have a healthy not patient, but a member of their insurance, then they're going to pay less. Their bottom line is going to be better for the insurance company. So I haven't 
personally seen that, but I know that if the right people can get in there and convince those insurance companies and, and for the over 65 group, Silver Sneakers and there are other, I think Silver and Fit is another one I saw at URSA. Yes. They, um, they're doing good work to help, but we may need to do that before there's people are 65. Sure. Well, you, uh, you were at URSA with, uh, strong over 50 body weight bars. You want to talk about that partnership or that company as well? Yeah. Um, we were contacted by strong over 50 to be their education provider to create the courses, to get them on our learning management system and to work together with them to continue to create courses. Um, and, and we found out at URSA that there were several companies that were interested in having continuing education linked with their product. And um, I've talked with a couple of companies that we are maybe going to be their education provider too, given my background in education and um, being a former professor. Are there things that are going on at the college level to ensure that students and, and graduates that are in these exercise and kinesiology are almost guaranteed or, or almost placed in a position? I'm assuming there's probably a shortage right now of personal trainers from what I hear from our clients who are trying to hire. Um, you know, there's obviously a, a lot of money being put towards physical therapy, workout recovery. Um, I don't know if you have any empirical data or statistics or I don't see a lot of personal traders that are out of a job. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. see a lot of people yeah. in healthcare, you know, specialty services, you know, looking for work. Right. I, I just know we're through our Silver Sneakers membership. We're the members, we're members at the Atlanta Jewish Community Center. And I'm FitFix now is their education provider now, and we've joined uh, a new gym, One Life Fitness. So with Silver Sneakers, you can join a lot. Right. But um, I was talking to the general manager of one of the gyms, and she, I think it was challenging to come up through the ranks to get in the door and come up through the ranks uh, as, as a trainer. I do think there's some difficulty once you have graduated with either exercise science or kinesiology degrees or advanced degrees. I do think it's challenging to get a job that, that pays you, um, you know, what people in other fields might make. Did yeah, that answer your question? Yeah, I think so. Um, you're saying basically it's easy to get a personal training job. It might be harder to get something that's more, you know, salaried employee and, and you know, high, higher like healthcare type of uh, compensation. Right, right. One, exactly. One question, one question for you in closing here. So you define yourself as I am Silver Stakers. Um, that's, you know, a brand, just like people say, hey, I am CrossFit. Um, right. And that defines who they are. What, what are some of the things that are important to you? And let me give you a, a short list and you can decide whether any of these are applicable. Do you want okay. more comp, do you want competitions, 
challenges? Do you want gamification? Do you want to, to track your stats and get rewards? Do you want social events? What, what matters to you and your friends when you're exercising? I don't think the competitions and challenges are to my peer group are that important. I think the most important things are to be able to see their, to track their data, to see how they're progressing and, and that motivates them to continue. But the socialization is huge in my population and it's gotten more important since COVID. Sure. The, the whole loneliness and social isolation is, is, can be deadly. I mean, they've had studies come out about how much of a health risk it is to be socially isolated and lonely. And, yeah, and the right. gym is a yeah, great would... place where you can go and have a community. Yeah. Do you think that, you know, you, you mentioned uh, One Life uh, as a place you go. Are they catering towards you or are they giving you access? Both. Okay. Uh, one thing I was impressed with is with my basic Silver Sneakers membership, they will even do their Smart Start program which you step on a machine and they give you body water, body composition, um, strength bilaterally. Um, it gives you, um, you know, visceral fat versus subcutaneous fat. They give you a lot of information and then you're kind of on your own unless gotcha. you want to go with a trainer. Okay. So I think there's a lot of opportunity there still to, have more programming, have more social right. events, maybe, you know, around yeah. exercise and working out and, and moving. Last question I have for you is something that we're tinkering with. Do you go to the movies at all? Yeah. Would you go to a movie theater that had a, uh, a either a gym or, you know, cardio equipment or, you know, like a yoga class and it would be playing the new release and you'd go, you know, for the first half of the movie on Tuesday and the second half on Wednesday. I love that. Love, love. And I'll tell you one reason why. When we joined One Life, they have a theater. Yeah, the now cardio they play, cinema. they have a cardio cinema with treadmills and ellipticals. Now they play the same movie like yesterday it was Billy Madison. But Especially, like, my husband was so enthralled with that. And I was doing something else, and he goes, I'm going to go in the theater for a while. He loved it. Loved gotcha. it. All right, we're going to try and uh, make something happen on, the, on that front as well. Because uh, sitting down for two or three hours is not a uh, prescription for uh, a fit, fix, now activity. You are absolutely right. Awesome. Well, look, it was great to, uh, to have you on. Uh, we're going to get this podcast out. I think people are going to learn about focusing on bringing in the best people, train them, have more programming, get you yeah. more members, get more results. And then let's focus on silver sneakers, silver and fit, and get more and more of the population inside of these clubs for everybody. Absolutely. Look forward to seeing you in person again. Uh, it's great talking to you. And thanks for everything you've done for the industry. Pete, thank you. 